0: So we're in London today at the offices of Interfacio, a specialist recruitment company in the pro, audio, video and lighting sectors. We're going to be talking with Joe and Isabel, who have worked for the company for the past seven years. Five years. Gosh, yes. doesn't time fly? So we're gonna just have a chat with regards to uh, the role of you know women in the AV industry these days and a bit of background about how things have changed, if we're hoping they have, and just about opportunities that are there for females these days. So uh, Joe, why don't we start with you. Um, can you just tell us a bit about your role here at Interfacio and uh, how you got here?
1: Certainly. So at Interfacio, I deal with the engineering roles Um, that's design engineering so um, we work with we work recruiting for manufacturers of audio equipment so generally i'm looking for engineers who can design that equipment so acoustics engineers electronics engineers um, physicists um, software engineers um, are the types of people that i recruit for i started my career myself in that industry. Um, I, I studied electronics and was designing uh, mixing desks in the early part of my career. So um, I was delighted to be able to come back into the, into the industry as a recruiter. Um, uh, recruiting for that industry and getting the opportunity to speak to all the talented engineers in our audio video industry.
0: And Isabel?
2: A bit different you? path because I am French, I arrived in England in 92. My English was very basic, so I had to work you know, in different companies just to build up my English and then I had the opportunity to work for an IT reseller. And then suddenly there's opportunity uh, with Edirol where they were looking for a European marketing uh, manager and i didn't know anything about music or how to play music or any of, anything of this industry but uh, what i had is um business knowledge and um my languages and my attitude and i think all this play in my favor so i joined Eddie roll i helped them on the marketing um setting up, you know, marketing in the UK, in France, in Italy, in Germany. Um, but then it became very apparent very quickly that I had more of a natural sales, um, you know, dimension in me. And um, Massimo pushed me and, and into setting up the French direct distribution for Ederol. Okay. And that's how my career took off, uh, where I built up a network um, in France with MI people. And uh, and then um, I had the opportunity to jump to the competition where I took full ownership really of setting up everything from them. Then the UK came on board as well. A little break in between. Um, Audio Technica came on board. Fast forward eight years where it was all about distribution and, you know, Pro Audio, a bit more, you know, different vertical market. Then, um, change of career, you know, and joining Richard um, was a no-brainer. And here I am, you know, looking after the European um, manufacturer, essentially, although we do work also with some integrator um all profile from sales to application support to marketing um and um yeah it's it's um very inspiring somehow to be able to help someone to move into their next chapter
0: in their career about very satisfying very very joe on the uh... Specifically on the engineering side, though, what kind of percentage would you say, you know, of, of placements that you're dealing with are, um, you know, are you seeing women coming forward for these these roles?
1: To be honest, we see very few women coming through um, into the design engineering roles, uh, but that but the, you know that the opportunities are there. Um, I believe that women think in a very different way, so it's really important at that that sort of concept stage of developing products, of developing ideas, to have um, a, a, a women's input on on that. Um, so it's it's a it's a really important issue, and yeah, absolutely, it's it's very male dominated. Um, but I do think that engineers can be very accepting um, and interested to have new ideas
0: and different approaches. So the opportunities are, are there for women to come in. Staying with you, I mean, obviously, as you've already explained, you know, you've had a very long history. <laughs> How many years? <laughs> I'm very uh, proud sorry. of my long history. Yeah, <laughs> Distinguished um, career. But. Um, along the way did did you ever feel that there were points where you were discouraged or held back in terms of you know what you wanted to do
1: no i don't i don't think i was held back i think that that having a common goal is just brings everybody together in all walks of life you know if you have a target a purpose and a goal and you know that the team you're working in are all on the same page then you can put everything else to one side and then once you get once you get over um, you know your personal differences you know so long as you're all working technically towards the same thing you all pull together and the rest of it is forgotten and you know the passion and the interest in the industry is what pulls us all together um, so any 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 sort of barriers can then be overcome because we all love what we 're doing, yeah. and we need know where we need to get to
0: what about you, Isabel, in terms of the, the sales side of things? so do you think that's a bit different as yeah, a I female in
2: yeah I mean I remember when I started there was no women whatsoever in, in France no any roles you know in France, I think there was two that I can think of or three um, and everybody knew who who we were um, and it was quite intimidating. Um, but I think, you know, it's about then the attitude that you have, you know, and how you project yourself and how professional you are. Um, I think to these days you will always have some issue between male female, whether it's the music and light or industry mm-hmm. or the IT or uh, any industry. And, and it depends also on the culture, you know. Have we worked for some companies, Japanese, where maybe the woman is not recognize as such then then you've reached the barrier very quickly where you're not going to be able to progress that far. Mm. Um, so what do you do? you either stay where you are or you go and explore other other company where culturally maybe you've got more exposure and opportunities? I do believe there are I think the market and the mentalities have evolved. Um, I think in general, Women will be welcomed, mm. um, but I think they have to prove themselves that they are um, capable of handling, you know, themselves somehow. Um, and and sales is a you know whether you do sales in Haiti or, or or in a live environment or you know representing, you know, in rental. I mean, the rental market is a very dominant market but with male and yeah. and touring. And this is you know it's hard to find your place within that market but it's not impossible Mm. and you know we have placed some women uh, even more recently uh, in Germany of a lady who is a a freelancer and is going to step into a sales role and she's totally got the the capacity to 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 do it Um, so we see more clients are Open and keen somehow to have a bit of a feminine touch in this world. It's not easy to find them, and and sometimes it's just a, not about the skills, but the 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 attitude yeah, and yeah. The result of our success is very much also based on us proactively reaching out. You know, if we were, I mean, you do receive. Joe is probably the only one who receives more application than we do. Mm-hmm. Are they? yet still relevant i mean you can explain this but the reality of it is a lot of our is a lot of proactive reaching out loads loads otherwise Mm. if we were waiting i think we would wait a long time (laughs) for cv to come through you Mm. know it you have to go and go and reach out so yes i do get over excited when i see (laughs) oh she looks interesting you know I mean, if I'm looking back in seven years, how many women have placed, which could be a good one to see, because I have placed quite a few. Mm -hmm. I probably would say eight ladies in seven years. So that's not a lot compared to the amount. But what is interesting, because if I'm thinking, reflecting back, I think most of them are with a technical background it's not so much sales, okay, so it's a lot of application support or working in a business development with a, a core skills, so it could be live environment or commercial audio or um and they all are doing it amazingly every time I never hear a bad thing saying oh. and I think not only they're doing well, I think they bring an element of this feminine touch in a male world, and I think it just toned things down mm. hugely as well.
0: Jo, do you go um, from the engineering side of things? I mean, you, you make it sound as though there are a lot there are a lot of opportunities there for for females coming into into this industry. Um, do you feel that there's enough assistance, though, given? given to people, you know, in terms of education, or mentoring, or, you know, courses, or...
1: I think that women have to work harder. As Isabel said, we have to prove ourselves. But is that a bad thing? You know, we do, if you're interested in something, you work hard, you make sure your knowledge base is there, that your skills are there. Um, in, In education, I think it can be hard, because... Um, often the 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 educators are, are male, so again it's it it can be difficult to find a role model, and the same with the the, the mentoring. You know, it, it's key to be able to see people further on in their career that you can model yourself on, and w- certainly when I started my career, that there were much fewer women than there are now I could look at people higher up in the organization my my team leader my R&D director and I'd look at them and think wow yes I can do that Um, but there's always that question can I actually be that just because of the gender difference but more and more, that's that's changing, and and it's always really important to be working for people that you can admire and that can inspire you. And the more women that there are out there in in those more senior roles, that the, the better it is for girls coming in coming into the industry. So you know they've just got to get out there, see that the opportunities are there, and go
0: for them based on their skills. You know, you, you were starting out and you were looking up at those people. Were they? Were there any females in those in those no. senior? It was all, in an engineering okay.
1: department of thirty, there were two two of us, two two women. Okay. So we just had to get o- get over yeah. it. As I say, yeah. you've all got the same goal. You're all doing the same job, and enjoy what you do because that's what you want to. That's what you want to be. You've made your choice. Yeah. That's that's where you want your
0: career to go. And what about you, Isabella? Was there a m- mentor in your career at all not really again very male-dominated so I think you pick
2: you know things and then you apply and you put your own style Mm. towards it Um, it's interesting because even you know education level you know we we are involved in talking and in university and I have been doing this uh, talk at um, university in le mans in france where it's all about engineer and the class every year the it's about 20 young male okay there's no women and it's a real shame and i had a conversation with the the guy of um who's heading this um this course saying you know you need to promote this more and and trying to bring because this is where it starts mm. the more you're going to bring talent, you know, people who have got an interest, uh, uh, you know, about engineering or, or design um, at university. The, but even at that level, there's a lot of male, very, very male-orientated.
0: So there's still a lot of work?
2: I think there's a and lot of work. I think you constantly, start, I mean, yeah. for all my recruitment, I always, and one of my questions that I will ask first is, would you be open and would you consider a woman in this role? And the answer is yes. Yes. Um, then the the challenge is to find them um mm. and that's not that's not easy and uh, and when you find them it's about the personality is are they going to be able to carry themselves as a salesperson or an application support and have the, they could still have the credibility technically but because they haven't got the personality I said strong enough, and and.
0: And that, but that could be applicable for a male.
2: Absolutely, 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 yeah. but it's more apparent when you've got a smaller
0: percentage
2: on on that can be e- easily, you know, erased. Mm.
0: Yeah, but she's not strong enough. What do you mean she's not strong enough? <laughs> Give her a chance. I think that's often the case, isn't it? It's getting that foot in the door, though, for for a lot of women as well, isn't it?
2: Yeah, and I think I mean. I know I do a lot of you know our activity yes of course it's about recruitment but I I do a lot of coaching with, with all my candidates and and I will try to prepare all of them and, and just say don't get intimidated, you know, ask questions, engage, you know, believe, put across, you know, your belief and, and make sure that is this a company for you, you know, what's your vibe, remember it's a two-way street and interview, you know, mm. it's not just you kind of desperate to get this job, because actually this job may not be right because you don't connect with the people in front of you, so, but I think it's about being true to yourself and, 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 be tenacious not intimidated and 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 believe in what you want to do and kind of follow your dreams somehow of what you want to achieve and what you want to do
0: joe are you are you going into schools and universities um to to talk to um you know students who are about to graduate or anything like that something
1: i i'd love to do and um i mean the, the the reality is that 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 the positions i recruit for um you you know you have to have a technical degree you have to have an electronics degree Mm. a physics degree an acoustics degree and when you go back right back to schools you know there just isn't a large proportion of girls studying those subjects so and and as it filters further up further on in their careers you know there's there's going to be less and less Mm. so certainly coming in and uh, you know just giving visibility at, at at that level in schools is really important to get more more women understanding that those opportunities are there mm-hmm. and also um, educating the teachers at that level that that girls can do these subjects um, you know there's sometimes an assumption that at a, at, at when they're 16 17 if they choose physics as an option that it's just a sort of dip your toe in and try it subject not a subject that a girl would be really passionate Long-term about about prospect, wanting yeah. to wanting to study i i went to a girls school and we didn't do any physics until i was 14 whereas the boys were learning it at 11 and i was desperate and I was just so chuffed when I got to, to, to study physics and and it was a blast you know it was suddenly all those questions I'd got all that understanding of the world that we live in suddenly was being presented to me and not only was it presented to me I could prove it on a piece of paper you know and that that's really liberating mm. um and and so to be able to um just treat girls as if they're a natural part of that world rather than an exception is key just to, to um yeah. to, to move move us
0: all forward were you the only girl uh, doing a level physics or
1: um i think at a level there were three of us out of mm. a class of about 15. Okay. my electronics course there were three of us on a course of 70 yeah. wow, um okay. and i'm not sure it's a lot better now really um maybe they'll be the courses are bigger maybe i think about 15 or 20 out of a course of 150 would be girls in our electronics course I'm, take, I'm saying that off the top of my head um and it's just such an interesting subject and it's such a broad subject i mean electronics is such a broad subject to to um to study that you know for somebody who's good at maths and interested in technology they're going to find a piece that they're really interested in and if they get put off from the start they're never going to have the opportunity to divide to to discover that piece that they're they're going to love so
0: you can hear the passion can't you no i i I love it Mm, yes absolutely it's it's great it's really great to hear and i think um if you if you can just inspire one one girl out there exactly Go for it. Joe, is there a you know a piece of worldly advice that you would give a young girl looking at our industry starting out? I would
1: say be brave, <laughs> have courage, <laughs> yeah. go out there, work hard. And one thing that's really common, really a commonality between the engineering in and the sales is the ability to make relationships, mm-hmm. network. Don't be afraid. and I think that is difficult for 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 women. Um, in in our industry being in the minority but don't be scared of it connect with the people around make friends make relationships because that's the key to success in all business
0: very wise words thank you what about you Isabel anything?
2: don't get intimidating be tenacious follow your dream and your passion yeah because I think passion is something that is at the core of this industry Um, and without it then this industry has no meaning, really. Um, so I think it's about passion and determination. Yeah,
0: I think that's very true. I mean, I think we often joke, don't we, you're never going to become a millionaire in this no. industry. But people, are, there is, that's what... Keeps
2: and people. how do you connect passion? It's just mm. people.
0: Definitely. Um, and I think it's why, I don't know if... I, I certainly feel that it's... People don't tend to leave. It's an international, you know, business, but it's also very, very small mm-hmm. in terms of people knowing, so knowing each other, and it's got a nice vibe to it. I I'm came not...
1: back into the industry after taking a career break, and one of the first interviews I did, um, the candidate said to me, "Ah, it's like Hotel California. You can check out any time you like, but you can never leave." Mm-hmm. And it feel it does feel yes. like that.
0: Now I think that's that's very true and i'm I'm not sure if w- i'd necessarily feel the same if i was working for a double glazing mm. magazine or something like that <laughs> possibly but yeah. uh no and as i say i think you know if you add up our years of working in the industry you know it's 60 plus probably so yes that's telling isn't it mm. nothing else we must go and get a proper job <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything you know during your time, Joe, that really stands out for you as a kind of yay I'm you know that's my that's a really proud moment for me greatest achievement or
1: Yes, I think some of the products that I developed in the early part of my career went on to um, to influence people's future um, just just recently. Um, I was, I was at, at the Audio Engineering Society conference and there was a, there was a dinner and the, the gentleman that I was sitting next to was an educator in America um, and when I told him the product I'd worked on um, which was actually an automated mixing desk, an analogue automated mixing desk um, quite a long time ago that I worked on it and I thought everybody had forgotten about it but this gentleman said that he'd taught on that mixing console through a lot they had one in the studio at the at the university and many of his uh, students had gone on to build their careers on the on the basis of the automation system that i designed oh,
0: so that nice. was a yes oh, how moment lovely. for me yeah no i'm not surprised that's brilliant well done And isabel i know a great achievement marrying richard Weir, well that's done. It? <laughs> <laughs> but many others, I'm sure.
2: Yes, I mean, the biggest achievement is uh, leaving Eddie Rowland stepping into Midiman and setting up the French distribution from A to Z, then being quickly promoted to take over the UK. And then the European distribution, you know, giving the opportunity by Tim Ryan, who was the founder of Midiman, Module, you know, was amazing, absolutely amazing. And, you know, Scary, lonely at times, you know. Um, pressured, um, but I embraced it, and I've learned, I've grew, um, discovered things that I never thought, you know, I had in me, uh, or even things that you just think, oh wow, this is how that works, because you are exposed to so many other aspects So it was, you know, a great discovery and and a great achievement, but very consuming at the same time.
0: Isabel, Joe, thank you very much for sharing your experiences and your advice, which I think has been very, very useful. And, um, no, lovely, lovely to spend time with you. Thank you. Thank, thank you.
2: you.